Welcome, everybody. This is a special episode of Wavelength. No, this is not Stephen hosting. This is Deontay. We are starting something new. Um, Hold on. Gonna... Did, did you say Deontay or Beyonce? Deontay. Okay, I, that's what I thought. I probably shouldn't have said that. That's my fault. I knew better things. Than that. Nah, nah. So it's your boy Deontay hosting it. Stephen um, doesn't want to talk basketball for whatever reason. So I say, you know what? I'll step in and I'll host. Um, we have Wayne, we have uh, Bryce, and we have Theo. Guys, say what's up. What's up? Going on. All right. So All Star break was just over. Season resumes either either tomorrow or Friday. One of those two. I can't remember off the top top of my head. So uh, just quickly, what did you guys think of uh, All Star Weekend as a whole? Rising Stars game I thought was awesome the way they divided up into that tournament like I was I was super into that like I, I was rocking the team Barry because of my guy Alperin Shengun like they ended up winning that was awesome and the all-star game ending I thought was awesome too like high scoring more than you would think but it was a competitive back and forth game like Steph was great LeBron hit the shot at the end like they gave us good basketball which is all you can ask for. Dunk contest was probably the worst I've seen in and be a history. Yeah, that was awful. I mean, I, I zoned out watching that. That was just terrible. That was the yeah. first time since I started watching the dunk contest that I've been uninterested in it. Oh, uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm um I'm with y'all. The All Star Weekend was cool. The three point contest was cool. Shout out to Cat Daddy Towns. He won the three point contest. I like that. Uh, I don't need to see the Giannis brothers doing a skill challenge ever Thank again. You. Thank no. you. Uh, that yep. was awful. awful. Yeah, so that was cool. Dunk contest. I hadn't seen a lot of dunk contests. I kind of want to say I've seen every last one of them, but I mean, maybe like four that I missed. I wouldn't say it's the worst, but I'd be damned if it ain't in the top three. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got to be, it's, it's gotten to be i mean i don't know if they was trying to do a dunk contest they was out there trying to see who can jump the highest because that's that's all they was out there doing just jumping around and yeah, the uh, saturday night was an l for sure but i thought the basketball around it like friday rising stars sunday all-star game was good yeah, i'd even say saturday was a win because the skill it was cool the three-point contest yeah. was tight yes the only thing that was bad was really the dunk contest and the all-star game was cool too so i you mean see, that was you see my only critique about you see, it's, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, we should get the superstars in it. Like, let's get, you know, Zion, John Moran, et cetera, et cetera. If just put the best dunkers out there and all four of the guys who were in it were capable of, you know, dunking pretty well at a high level. But just it it was just whack. Like, as soon as I saw Cole Anthony come out with the damn Tims, I'm like, this, this is going to be, be a bunch of BS. It was just dumb. I didn't. Like you said, the three-point contest was cool. I had fun watching the skills contest. Shout out to um to the young young guns from Cleveland for winning it. But as a whole, it it that whole dunk contest just ruined everything that happened on Saturday. I believe the kind the dunk contest because it used to be that was like that was it for Saturday night. Yeah, I, I mean I was around with with Vince Carter the dunk contest. I remember the Nate Robinson dunk contest. I remember Jason Richardson, who don't get talked about, but he was a hellified dunker in a dunk contest too. A hellified dunker. Exactly. And so it got, and then Dwight came through a little bit and surprised everybody. And I think it got so big, like what happened if you blow a balloon up so high, eventually it'll bust. 
And that's kind of what happens. And now you, they start jumping over cars and blowing cupcakes out. All of that wasn't a terrible dunk. But, you know, and now it's just kind of – it just seemed like more of a circus show than anything because all the good stuff, it's it's been done. And, I, I mean, I'm just ha- – the one thing I can say that I'm glad I didn't see, I'm glad I didn't see nobody trying to go from the free throw line because I'm about tired. I about had it with the free throw line, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not had it with that. Were you so around I'm when the dunk contest had, had the wheel? I saw that on Twitter this week because someone was saying this was the worst dunk contest ever. And someone pulled up like a video of like the dunk the dunk contest. Like they literally spun a wheel to do the dunks. Like Yeah, that was that was I remember if I'm correct, that was the when Jason Richardson was a part of it. And you know, Wayne Wayne just said, you know, he's one of the most underrated dunk contest uh, winners of history. Um, I think that was around that time, like 2002, 2003. Yeah, yeah people right. don't. Yeah, people don't talk about them. I mean, they talk about that. Y'all know Nate Robinson won the dunk contest four times. Yeah, he's he's tied for the most ever, right? I think I think he is the most. Mm-hmm. And people say we need stars back in it. Like Nate Robinson wasn't a star, but he made the dunk contest electric. But you just got to find the right guys. Yeah, you don't yeah. need a star. You don't need to find a star to make the dunk contest no you know appealing again no you don't need that they just need some damn creativity what they need because there's been a lot of people that that won contests and didn't and wasn't stars hell i remember kenny y'all know remember kenny skywalker mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean he wasn't no superstar um d brown damn sure wasn't no superstar mm-hmm. you know what i mean and really like and Zach Levine, at the time when he won it, he was a nice player, but he wasn't what he was when he first got it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, he wasn't no star either. So, I mean, I don't think you really need stars. You just need a little creativity. So, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Zach Levine because he's supposed to be coming back from uh, – he, he was kind of hurt towards the um, – before the All-Star break. And, you know, Chicago, I believe they're the top seed in the East. Um I, I, I will say coming into the season, I was definitely skeptical on Chicago and where they could possibly finish because, you know, they signed DeMar DeRozan, who I was completely wrong about, MVP candidate. And like I say, he has Zach Levine uh, right next to him. Who would you guys say is out of each conference, a your favorite to come out for the finals and a sleeper team to potentially come out and get to the finals? Yeah, this is definitely interesting. Like, th- this has got to be one of the best races we've ever seen. We have five teams within two and a half games of the lead. And even, like, I, I would say the favorite right now is probably Milwaukee. And they're in the five seed right now. And then you have, like, below those five teams, which are the five best teams in the conference, then you have Brooklyn lurking in the eight seed, who some people, like Vegas, probably still considers to be the favorite. So there's just a lot of options. Like, I, I, there's probably six teams that can win the conference right now. And that's not including the Celtics, who are like the hottest team in the league, and like the net rating, defensive rating, loves the Celtics. All that. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I oh, I, I'll go and go. I wouldn't. I was just gonna roll last, but it's cool. I go and go. I got Philly coming out these. I I was like I was liking Philly already coming into the year, but I, I love them now, especially after this James Harden thing. Because look. You got a good big man. You, I think you got the best big man in the league. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Fine. Cool. Best, b- best big man in the league. You know, lead the league in scoring. 
he got he got the, the Philly shucking and ducking, doo whopping and show stopping. You got James Harden. Everybody talking about James Harden bad, but you know he averaging twenty two and ten. That'll work. I wish I wish I had somebody that was averaging twenty two and ten, but that wasn't the topic. Mm-hmm. That we ain't even gonna go there. Didn't, but didn't 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 Julius Randle average that something close to that last year? Sorry, sorry, go on. Most improved. Fix it, Jesus. Be a fence lord. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they, they got that. I hate they got rid of Seth Curry, but they, they picked up Willie Collinstein, which I like. It's a good little backup for Joel Embiid. You had to get something because you lost Drummond. And I like Thibel as the best defender, probably best perimeter defender in the league, at least top two, depending on how you feel about Ben Simmons. And I'm I'm still kind of like Ben. And uh, Doc, I don't love Doc, but can't like Doc. You know what I'm saying? Doc Rivers, I mean, yeah. he didn't got more. He get, he's still trying to get some mileage out of that 08 Celtics championship. But I do like Doc Rivers. And I do think he'll work for him. And I, I I would say he's a good coach. You know, I think me and Deontay are in lockstep when we say Doc Rivers doesn't get the love <laughs> he deserves. <laughs> but uh, Sleeper in the East? Honestly, I, I really don't really have a sleeper because everybody about right where I thought they would be. I, I knew Miami was going to be good. I knew Chicago was going to be good. I didn't know they was going to come out the gate how they came out, but I knew they was going to be good. And Milwaukee was right there. They stood pat, and I thought they was going to be all right. So, honestly, believe it or not, my sleeper team probably be the Brooklyn Nets because I didn't expect them to do a damn thing. I, like I, y'all remember? Mm-hmm. No, well, I think y'all know. You know, I've been saying Brooklyn ain't gonna win nothing. I've been saying that since KD and Kyrie got there, and now they got a team which, I mean, it's kind of. It's, I would say this is probably the best Brooklyn team they've had, and then they picked up Goran Dragic. I just pray that Ben Simmons is playing the four because Ben Simmons is not a point guard. I keep on saying Ben Simmons is not a point guard. Ben Simmons is not a point guard. Ben Simmons is not a point guard. You know what I mean? And I just pray that he's put at the four because at the four, he can do a lot of things because he can find the whole shooting thing. We know about that. But he does everything else. And he's 16. So he he does rebound. He can still run the offense from a different position. We've seen other people do it. You know what I mean? We, we've seen LeBron do it from all over the place. We've seen Giannis do it from all over the place. We saw throw it back. Latrell Sprewell run positions from all over the place. We see Julius Randle try to run the offense from the fourth spot. We see Jokic do it from the five spot. So if you got all these players running the offense from different positions that's not a point guard, then why won't you let Ben run it from the four? And then you just put Goran out there to help out playing off the ball too. And then you put him with shooters and everybody else on the team can shoot. So I, I like this for Ben. I just hope they use him right because I don't think Ben's really been put in a way, well, put himself in the position. I don't think he's been playing in the right position his whole career. Same thing about Russ, same thing about Luke. But um, I, I'm not really a positionless guy. I'm not one of the more to say, oh, positionless basketball because you would <laughs> you would never ask Trey Young to go out there and play center. Nobody, well, I hope nobody would do that. So everybody has their roles. But just everybody can it can be different responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? So I think Ben Simmons and the Sixers, um, Ben Simmons and the Sixers, Ben Simmons in Brooklyn. I think that would be my sleeper if Philly didn't come out. 
Because now, and then they got, like I said, they got Seth and Gorn. So they super straight at point guard. Why not put one of them at point? And then you got Kyrie. And they just had that mandate thing lifted. So you really got three point mm-hmm. guards. So it makes really no and sense. Patty Mills, too. They're good at point and, guard now. Yeah. So I don't understand. They need a big how. man is what they need. Like, But, like, I just – the, the Nets are great, but them against Embiid's g- going to be tough with what they have right now. And that's why I got Philly still coming out. That That's still why I got Philly coming out. You see, all right, well, uh, Bryce, I didn't, we didn't let you go. No, I was just going to say my favorite would have to be the Nets because they, outside of the Ben Simmons acquisition, they got pretty much every position that they still needed. With uh, Seth Curry at shooting guard, then they finally got a decent center too with Drummond, who's probably going to play, you know, a big factor for the rest of the season and probably next season. Then you got, you know, Gordon Dragic, who's going to be great off the bench. Just with the Sixers and Nets, though, like we we haven't seen them yet. That's why I can't call them the favorites. Mm-hmm. So that's why I probably still roll with the bucks like yeah. with with holiday middleton and Giannis, they're pretty unbeatable i think the ceiling of philadelphia and brooklyn's higher but just calling them the favorites when we haven't even seen those groups together yet like feels a little weird to me yeah so know, maybe I'm, I'm just drinking kool-aid but i like how this team is set up for this year i like, agree it looks great yeah you see so i i will say if you give me talent you got to give me brooklyn because i personally think kevin durant's you can put him next to Giannis, I will have that debate. I'll concede either way um, as the best player in, in basketball, and especially with this uh, vaccine mandate uh, being lifted potentially in uh, New York. You get Kyrie back for home games. And, you know, that's half you, – you've been missing him for at least half of the game. So, you know, you getting him back there, that's – it can only help you out. Um, them adding Seth Curry shooting – Mm-hmm. Uh, Drogic just a veteran point and that I, I know that they have Claxton I'm not really too sure what his health status is I think last time I checked he was out but you know you they, you, they got Joe Harris coming back potentially too yeah exactly so there's I, another I, shooter that they can just utilize to their you know to his full potential exactly and you added a you know a Drummond who I, I argues potentially the best rebounder in basketball you know he's averaging nine rebounds coming off of coming off of the uh, bench. I think I think he was top ten in in um in rebounding in the league. He's averaging a career low in minutes. So obviously he can do nothing but help you out as, as far as that. And that also takes minutes away from Lamarcus Aldridge, who's the oldest player in basketball. Who's just at this point he's just a bona fide scorer. He can you know get you from the low post uh, mid range. Aldridge at the five is going to be good when Simmons. Uh starts playing i think like you want you want a big that can shoot like claxton's probably the better player but when simmons starts playing the four i agree like aldridge can be a good uh person to have exactly so and that's why i kind of agree with what wayne was saying i feel like ben would he he, he shouldn't be on the on the um perimeter because obviously he's just going to pass or he or he's or he's going to drive that's not really hard to guard so if you put him in the low post where you know he can either back his man down or he could pass out of 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 the post. That's gonna that just you know spreads out the uh, the floor where you have your Kyrie's, Joe Harris, Seth Curry, et cetera, et cetera. I can only do that can do nothing but help them out. So I would say they're probably my favorite as far as talent wise. But like you said, we haven't seen them play. 
So at this point, I'm going to have to go with Milwaukee because I still think there's nobody who can stop stop Giannis. They still have Middleton. Yes, they're missing their, you know, stretch big in Lopez, but they added one in Abaka. So I feel like that's a move that's going to do nothing but help them going forward. So at this point, I got to go with the Bucks as, as my favorite. And my sleeper probably be Boston. If they can get their big men mm. situated, that's probably be, be my sleeper. I think Miami's a sleeper too, because they don't have the star, but beating that team in the playoffs is going to be tough. Like Spoh's a great coach. They're, they're a tough team. Like they'll grind you out. They, they can make tons of adjustments, play different styles. They can shoot. They can pound you inside. Like that, that, that's just a good, good heat team. It's deep. Uh, they've, they've made it to the finals before. Like it, it would not shock me if we saw that team winning two or three series. Okay, so that's, now let's. That's kind of what the Heat have always been, noted. I feel like I've seen this Heat team my whole life. This is besides that, you know, big three Miami stuff. I mean, that was different. But I feel like this Heat, this is literally the team I was looking at in 95, 6, 7. I feel like I've been, <laughs> and it's no accident that Pat Riley is, you know, attached to all, all that. It's still good. But the thing about them, they're tough and they'll give you a hard time. But when you need somebody to take you to the promised land, when you need somebody to like, okay, we're in trouble. There's five minutes left. We down two. Give the ball to who? Exactly. But between, what I mean? That's like like thing. Lowry Butler hero. Like like I feel like one of them can hit that shot for you. I'm not gonna say they will, but they all can. You, you see, I know would... three hero is probably the best three point shooter. Yeah, but we've kind of seen him. Uh, I'm, I don't know. He's been inconsistent, though. I will say that. Yeah, I don't know how, how I feel, feel about Hero. I, I mean, Lowry, I'm not sure of, but like we've seen Lowry like as a second option, like w- win the finals. Like I, I guess it depends. Like if Jimmy Butler is going to elevate to that type of Kawhi level, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't bank. <laughs> I'm on, about to but... say you shot if, if Jimmy from playing Kawhi, then you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, was, I was about to say Jimmy's not probably... a three point shooter though. I was right. about to say... Definitely not. And even then, good. it took Golden State being hurt to, to win that too. Not mm-hmm. not trying to throw shade at Toronto, but you know that did reality. Happen. It's reality. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's, that's, that's probably that's probably my biggest question about about Miami. Who's that guy? Like I know everybody loves loves Jimmy Butler. You know he's one of my favorite players in the game. But like, can he elevate you to beat a Giannis again? Can he beat? Can he beat a um? Can he beat a Brooklyn-led team? Can he beat Philly? And I, I don't know. I don't. Miami know. doesn't have that star power to, you know, beat these or beat the Nets, beat these uh, super teams that we've seen in years past. I don't think we have that, you know, guy who's going to go and score 35, 40 points and win you the game, you know, single-handedly. Mm-hmm. The case is yeah. they they have four to five great players, and they have Spo, like one one of the best coaches in the league. Like, I, yep. But there's no superstars on Miami, though. Like we have great guys, but no superstars. Exactly. All right. So now let's let's go out out west. Who would you guys say is your? Because I feel like it's kind of a two man race at this point. It's either Phoenix or it's going to be um, Golden State. Do you, you guys have another option outside of outside of them? <laughs> I'm, Not really. Jeez. I'm into Phoenix. Like to win the title. Like I think they're the most complete team. But that Chris Paul injury is a 
like six to eight weeks, that mean he would miss the start of the playoffs. Like that, that's a little worrisome. I mean, just looking at it right now, there's not really a ton. Like you got the Clippers at they don't, their, they don't have their their two best players and no Norman Powell. Then you got you got Denver at six seed. There's not a lot of you know star power with any of these teams outside of uh, Phoenix and Golden State. But Jokic and Luca though, like it, it's it's there for them if they want to have that like historic playoff race. Like we got Ja in there too. I, I would argue there's a lot of star power in there, uh, between Ja, like Luca and, and Jokic, and like yeah, the West is kind of open. If Phoenix isn't going to be healthy, like Golden State's great, but one of these young stars could have like an all-time playoff run. What is what is Wiseman supposed to supposed to come back? I've been hearing all season like, oh, he's supposed to be coming back soon or at at, at some point. Is it this, you know, another version of Zion where he's going to be back, he's going to be back, and he misses, No, you know, no, 100% of the season? No, just as a simple fact that, you, if I'm correct, I've seen him on Golden State's bench. I have been – last time I heard Zion was up in, up in Oregon doing something. So, I don't know. That, that's the – Probably more bonbons. Apparently, there's a target date for Wiseman uh, March 1st. Okay, so that's in about a week. 10 days, so I'm not gonna definitely snow. Can he help them? I don't know because he wasn't great last year. But the idea of Wiseman size. is great. Size. Yeah. They des- des- they desperately need need size. That's if they can who's starting like, at center for him right now. <laughs> oh, don't don't nobody know the answer? Oh, okay. I, I come in. Starting center for the the, the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> The starting center for the Golden State Warriors, I think it's still Kevin Kevin Looney. It should be. Oh man. Yeah, Draymond's been out. Like Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, Wiseman's gonna be a big help for them, I guess. But he so, wasn't yeah. last year. Like that's the thing. Who you got, Wayne? Uh oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't sleep on them Lakers. <laughs> oh my god! I knew oh it. my god! I knew it. Hear me I knew out. It. Oh I my god! It. I knew it. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm kind of on this too. I'd like to hear it. This is All going right, on. So the, this is going on the um, Instagram. Just to let you know, we know that Chris Paul, the, the Suns aren't going to be the same team without Chris Paul. We know that. Okay. We've seen Luca wet the bed in the first round to the same team in the Clippers. We've seen that. We think he'll get out the first round this time, but we really don't know because we hadn't seen it. All right. We know what Denver going to do, make a whole lot of noise and go out in the second round. Hey, 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 hey. They don't have Jamal Murray. Cut it out. If they had Jamal Murray, they'd, they'd be right in that mix with Phoenix and Golden State. I didn't see Jamal Murray. Get no no Porter too. either. Now – I'm good on Porter, but go on. The Warriors, you can't <laughs> sneeze at the Warriors, but we got to look at them. We, I, I just got to see – I still got to see it. Because it's been a long time since I've seen Golden State win a championship without Kevin Durant. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And they are a good team. That's cool. But I just I just want to see a little more. Just they mortgaged 90% of their future to get Kevin Durant, and they still right. haven't – really fully recovered from it 
Now, that leads me to the Lakers. Now, you know, currently standing, they got the fourth best offense in the league, which is incredible, and nobody talks about it. What about that defense, though? I can't defend the defense. LeBron is playing out of his mind. They can't defend it either. Third in the league in scoring. Third in the league in scoring. AD's not playing right now, and I think LeBron's going to take a, a, a little, I ain't going to say rest, but kind of chill back for a little bit. All right. So AD should be back in time for the playoffs. Will he stay healthy? I'm I'm just assuming. Uh, we don't know. I shouldn't be giving him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to hell, health. Hell no. I should not do that. But what we have seen from LeBron James, LeBron James is a tough out in a seven-game series. So, yeah, you can get LeBron and him here and there, but in a series. And, you know, playoff basketball and season basketball is two totally different things. You know, the mindset. And then the game, the whole game plays a little different. They let you play a little more. And this, Suns, I keep tripping. The Lakers, it's a big team. It's a physical team. When the game slows down, all these people have been in pressure situations. LeBron, pressure situations. Dwight, pressure situations. Mellow pressure situation. Russ, pressure situations. You know what I mean? This year, though. It hasn't, but we haven't seen them in the, the playoffs either. Mm-hmm. I think I've always thought this team was built for the playoffs more than the regular season because the game slows down. And now you can kind of game plan for a particular team. You know what I mean? So they can sit there and kind of pick a team apart instead of, you know, going against the Nuggets one night, the Suns one night, the Kings here. You know, you play uh, – the Knicks that night, you know, it's just you can sit down and buckle in. And LeBron, you know, he does do the well, – I don't know if he's still doing zero dark 30, but he does lock in on the playoffs. If they can get to that spot and get there, I really think the Lakers are, are going to be dangerous in the playoffs, despite how it looked. I know how it looked. I cannot defend what I've been I, – I can't defend that. And I know everybody loved to beat up on Russ, and Russ is not their only problem. But we know in the playoffs, they who are they going to look to? They're going to look to LeBron. And I think he's going to have that whole team just thinking and moving different. LeBron and AD haven't lost in the playoffs yet. Like, they, 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 they won the bubble championship. And last year, they were up 2-1 on Phoenix. They were up – they were dominating game four. They were about to go up 3-1 on Phoenix. I think they would have won in five. AD gets hurt. Like, the whole game shifts. They lose in six. But, like, LeBron and AD together, like – they might have won the title last year. Like everyone forgets about that so soon. Well, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had them. I still. Did, I thought Milwaukee I, was the best team last year. I, I didn't love the Lakers, but Milwaukee like they were. They were taking it to Phoenix in that series, and Phoenix ended up going but to you, the finals. But but you also have to remember that they beat a Phoenix team with a Chris Paul who literally, literally said, "I could not shoot the basketball." He yeah, that's came true. Came out and that said, I, I, "I couldn't shoot." So I feel like if they had. At least 90, 85 percent of what Chris Paul is, they would have they would have still beat him. I think like the AD component is everything because because they were like wiping the Suns when AD was healthy and then he got hurt and they got wiped like they they got killed they lost the series in six like if if he's healthy it still remains to be seen with the, the Westbrook element but like he gets he gets a lot of hate but I really feel like at some point like there's something Westbrook can tap into where he can turn it around like. Okay, so I'm I'm known to not be a, a Westbrook guy. I would agree with you there that I feel like he's going to potentially tap into another level. But 
where I have to push back on you saying that, oh, the Lakers can, you know, get to that that next level because they kind of gave Phoenix a run for their money last year. This is a completely different team than it was last year. They lost a lot of quality depth and they got a lot of, I hate to say it, they got a lot of old, old guys. And can you really rely they got all on the old guys? Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so like, so if Anthony Davis isn't going to be healthy, which is nothing new, who outside of LeBron, then they're done. I, I would say it's that's like if yeah, Anthony I mean, Davis you have is nobody, healthy, they're done. It was like, I, would, no, you saw I, that's where I wouldn't even up. say that. I would say Russ. Okay. I, I would. And because after, Russ, after him, who? After him, I mean, you're going to still have the team. I mean, you got you still got Melo off coming off the bench. But, again, you, yeah, we talking about the Lakers and all that, but that's – I mean, you take Luka away from Dallas, who going to do something? KP ain't there no more. You take yeah, but him he, Joker, he's the only thing standing in Denver that's really intimidating. Paul George and Kawhi, they done for the year. So, what, You unless you tell me Terrence Mann is going to burn it up in the West, then you got me. So, who, who else is really left? Chris Paul. He's going to be gone six to eight weeks. I, I like pressure cooker booker, but I don't know if he can get you out the West. Yeah, the West is open. Like that, It's not even like a statement yeah, about like, how good the Lakers are. So I got, and then LeBron. There's not, not a like great team in out. the West. Yeah. LeBron, I mean, he's averaging 29. I mean, he's like the third leading scorer behind uh, Giannis and Embiid. So he's, he's having a, a, I mean, career year. I mean, he's still right on, on tap to what he is. Even if you can get a, a one-legged AD just to give you – you know, half the playoffs, hopefully the back half, he's going to be all right. Now, the Lakers are going to be okay. And I think he's going to get them dialed in. So the Lakers are – No, I was just saying the Lakers are putting all their chips on some, you know, aged veterans who've seen their uh, best years like five years ago. Like, so if Anthony Davis gets hurt and he's bound to, like you're trying – you're going to rely on Carmelo Anthony to come off the bench. You're going to rely on yeah. who, Dwight Howard? Like, I, Hell I'm, yeah, not gonna, Dwight. Yeah, yeah. I'm not putting all my chips on Dwight Howard, who's 35 right now and can't shoot anymore, or Carmelo Anthony. So, as of right, right mean, now... You know, if you if you saying Dwight's your best guy, but y'all keep taking away the best... That, I could do, we could do that with any team in the league. Like, what happens if if Giannis sprains his ankle or something or breaks his arm or something, then what is Milwaukee? If KD and K, we talking about injury, have we not, are we going to sit up and act like KD ain't been, KD hurt right now. So look, how, when the last which time we seen a healthy it, KD, really KD? But they still got depth though. They still got players. Lakers don't. These I mean, last and couple. that's cool. But look, KD, he hurt all the time. We going to act like Kyrie, even without this, this pandemic stuff. He's he been getting hurt his whole career. Yeah, these championships are always decided by injuries too. Like a bunch of these last couple championships, like it's been injuries. And Ben Simmons, we saw what Ben. So you take that. You got two Brooklyn's best people. They both known for injuries because KD hadn't been been healthy against Golden State, and Kyrie ain't been healthy since high school. So you live with Ben Simmons. We just saw what Ben Simmons did last year. Don't get me started on that. So, so so here's here's why I have to push back on that right let me check check the standings really quick last time i checked brooklyn is eighth in the yeah so which they'll come up that'll that'll come up yeah yeah you you see you see that's that's my exact point they're 
they're the eighth seed right now. They just made a trade, which everybody said they became better with that trade, right? And and yeah. Kyrie, and Kyrie Irving that's got quality starters, yeah. Exactly, and Kyrie Irving's coming back at some point. Kevin Durant's going to go to come back, right? Yeah. So they actually made a move. At some point, to, Joe Harris is going to. Exactly. So they made they made moves or moves are you can realistically see these moves happening to where they they can get better and rise up in the standings. The Lakers are currently the ninth seed in the West. Did and they did not get trade. better? They didn't make a single move to get better. So how so how can we definitely say? So how how can we sit here and say that that they're that they're definitely going to be a championship contender? I don't think really, you can. Say look, that well, it's just the but shift look, in the I mean, playoffs. Who else in the West? That's, that's the East. But you know that that's the East. So, but who in the West got better? Everybody in the West to me got worse. I think Dallas got worse when they lost KP. Phoenix is back. I mean, they'll get Chris Paul back. But right now, they they not finna just burn it up without Chris Paul. Not like how they've been doing. Denver, I think they're about where they are. I don't think they're getting any higher or lower. They're just going to kind of even kill out. The only team that I'm looking at that I just – I don't know how I forgot, but it causes my – the only team that I can really say is a threat threat is the Memphis Grizzlies. That, so, that's, about, that's about the only one, but you know about my point guard rule. So I just got to – that's a real thing. I'm not sure you can uh, completely write off Golden State right now either. I'm no, still not writing them off, but to me, the, the two teams I'm thinking about in the West is the Lakers and Golden State because, I mean, you got firepower like that. But at the same time, so, all right, let's just go to the All-Star game. Y'all remember the third quarter with Steph Curry burning up and everything, and it was cool, but I thought it was interesting. for all. If you took the scoreboard away, you would have thought, you know, Curry's team or LeBron's team, yeah. You would have thought they was up by 15-25. But in reality, all that three-point shooting, the game was tied. And, you know, they do it 0-0 every quarter. So it's not mm-hmm. like they was fighting from behind. It was 0-0. Curry had an amazing – and that's probably one of the best quarters of an all-star game I've ever seen. Yes. I, that that was amazing. And y'all yes. know how I am about let people tell it. I'm a Steph hater, let people tell it. But that was amazing. <laughs> but what I'm saying is for all them threes – the score was tied. And what is that? How is that pertaining to this conversation, Wayne? Glad you asked that. Because they gonna need all, all those threes. That doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna sit there and just three pointer team out the building because that's that's a all star game though. It's in playoffs, playoffs, you know your points come in the paint. That's where your your money's really winning. Now Golden State might be an exception to the rule because they kind of win their own special way because they do got a Clay, they do got a Steph, James Wiseman's coming back, they do got Draymond Green, which is a great defender. They got uh, Steph Curry, they got him too, but they got star starter Andrew Wiggins. You know what I'm saying? So they they got a lot working for them. So I'm not just gonna act like they <laughs> that that nothing, but. To me, we, I, I, to me, I think it's the Lakers and Golden State and everybody else. I'm just looking at it. So if, I had to, looking. if I had to pick the West Finals right now, I'd say it'd be Golden State Phoenix. I know it's chalk, but I think those two are better. So you said Memphis. I like I like their team, but so let me ask you this, right? So once again, the Lakers are currently the ninth seed in the West, right? Yeah. Obviously, that's playing range. They have to win two games where where they're seated to to just get to the playoffs, right? Yeah. So in, yeah. in order for in order for them to get out of the plan, 
because they're going to be six games back of Denver, who's at six seed, right? Yeah. So, so at this point, it's realistic to say that they're probably going to be a playing team with twenty-four games left, right? Yeah. So, so even yeah. if, so even if they do win the play, can you realis- realistically sit there and tell me that with a Chris Paul coming back, that they can beat Phoenix, and that they can beat Golden State in a seven-game series in the first round? Can you realistically see that happening? Because I, yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't yeah. see it. Go, but go you got to, we got to look at some things too. We got to take averages. We got to take what we've seen. What have we seen with more often than not? What have we seen with Chris Paul in the playoffs? Oh, Chris some Paul sort of- being hurt in the playoffs. That's what we've seen more often than not. See, yes. everybody talk about Anthony Davis being hurt and everything. And yeah, I can't defend that. He do be hurt a lot. But that he's not the only one like that. Chris Paul, he the king of injuries getting hurt in the playoffs too. He would probably have more playoff success if he was just playing, but he'd be hurt a lot too. But so what if this injury is at a good time for him? Like he, he usually I feel like he wears down in the playoffs. Like he he got hurt now. He's gonna come back for the playoffs. You hope he's fresh. Like he should. And I'm not I'm not I'm not, I hate to do that, but some things. We can just kind of count on because we always see it. If it was like an outlier or something, if it was like an outlier, okay, fine. But if it keeps on happening and it keeps on happening and it keeps on happening, at some point, I can't unsee that. So I'm not predicting Chris Paul to be hurt, but I'm not predicting him. I'm predicting him to be nicked or not 100%. And we're going to do that with Anthony Davis, who's always hurt. Can I do that same thing with Chris Paul, who's always hurt or nicked up? Or damage or something in the playoffs. He was he was like that last year, like you said. Okay, okay, but still, actually, you take Chris Paul off of Phoenix if if he's out, and you take Anthony Davis out. Who's who's a better team? I'm still gonna take the Lakers because I still got LeBron James. I mean, yeah, but at the same same time, and I I can make a case. I would make a case that Russ will probably be better without Anthony Davis there because I think. I believe so, that. How is Anthony Davis being gone help uh, Westbrook's turnovers though? How does that help it? You yeah. know, you know what he, you know what uh, Russ is averaging in turnovers. Like it's like four, team leading or lead lead. It's like four five, right? Right, that's right up in the ballpark range with Steph Curry and James Harden. Now I've looked at it because you, if you let people tell it, you would think you know Russ is averaging like nine turnovers a game, and it's not really true he's really on par with people like the Steffs or the James Harden you know people like that I feel it was somebody else but I'm I'm drawing a blank right now but yeah he gonna turn the ball over he is that's but he's not though I don't know I don't know if it's Russ has lost a lot of playoff series okay how many times have we said oh he lost it because he was turning the ball over oh now we said he's lost it because of shooting we've said that We've said he lost it because he just didn't have a good team. Because I mean, who thought the Thunder was going to do something? But it's not just say, oh, he losing because of turnovers. Because we've seen these great point guards be careless with the ball too. We've seen LeBron have some bad turnovers. You know what I mean? So it's not like they're trying to play in spite of Russ. And usually Russ, Russ is one of them guys. He'll do better when he's by himself. So I think it's addition with subtraction with it. So if you take Russ, I mean, you take AD out of it, number one, 
that's going to open up the, the paint a little bit because that's why Eddie's supposed to be there. And Russ really wants to get to the rim. That's really what he wants to do at his core. But Anthony Davis is supposed to be down there. And I don't really think they really figured out their whole team chemistry because, you know, everybody was saying it didn't fit and maybe it didn't fit. But now you're taking that piece out and LeBron can play with everybody. So you put, you put Russ down there in the paint where he can score in the paint. He can be a little more efficient at the rim. And now that opens up things for like an Austin Reeves, open up things for like a LeBron James. Dwight, he is what he is. He's, him and Drummond are, are dinosaurs playing in today's game, and that's fine. But you still got a mellow coming out there, and ain't Kendrick Nunn coming back at some point? I don't know. I literally just not been a factor in playoff series in the past, though. Like Miami buried him on the bench whenever it got meaningful. I'm just not sure he can contribute. I mean, I'm I'm just far as bodies and and shooting because that's really what LeBron needs. You you need shoot or he does yeah i i I just really think and this gonna be interesting i think russ is gonna be a little better without anthony davis in the lineup i I really do i think it's addition by subtraction because russ does better when it's less out there lebron can you know he's got the high him and chris paul and rondo i think got the highest iqs going in basketball so with that in mind let's see what he does I mean, who's to say, hell, L.A. might mess around and go on a run out here. I ain't saying they finna, you know, rattle off 15 straight. But it's not impossible to think they can look a little better than what they've been. Oh, all right, so just ask yourself quickly. Which – I feel like this, this is going to – this might not go the way I'm thinking it's it's going to go, but this is what I'm sticking to. At, at, at this point, as far as a, a duo for – a playoffs playoff run. Would you rather have current day LeBron James and Russ or Devin Booker and um DeAndre uh DeAndre Aiden? Because I'm LeBron and Russ. I don't know, man. Because I it's like I know LeBron's clearly the best out of 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 that group. I I just can't not take Phoenix over LA. I I have to do it. I I just don't I just don't see it. I like I just don't see how you could say the the Lakers can definitively come out, especially with the way they've been playing and they're, they've made z- zero changes. It's the same team. It's the same bad team it's been all year long. I just don't see how you can say when the playoff time comes, it's just going to definitively change. And you, I forget who said it, but earlier you guys said LeBron needs, um, you know, shooters on his team to help win. Yeah. Lakers did nothing like that for him like they traded for Westbrook who's you know not a shooter been historically bad yeah been a historically bad shooter they traded away some of their best shooters to get um you know Westbrook then you got who Carmelo Anthony off the bench like you got him one decent shooter yeah well the, yeah the offseason they went for Wayne Ellington Malik Monk like Kent Bazemore like they, they tried but just those guys just aren't hitting shots and I think some of the blame falls on them more than it does on Westbrook. Cause like Westbrook's, he's just the same player he's always been. Like he has his yes. faults, but I don't think Westbrook's much different this year. It's, it's, it's like LeBron, Le- LeBron need, like he needs shooters around him. That's always been when he's at his best. And they, yeah, they brought in Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, Kent Basemore, Carmelo to shoot and hit threes. And they just haven't done it at a good clip. As, and this is um, my last question before we 
we um get out of here. We've one thing that I've I I loved. I heard it like a while ago. Shaq said, when it comes to winning championships, it's not always about the star players. It's about the 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 the. It's about it's about the others because the star players at the end of the day they're going to do what they're going to do, right? So who have we seen on the Lakers that you can say you've seen them do it prior? in the playoffs and you can rely on them to do it because I don't, I don't see it with, with, with anybody because obviously you have Ron Russ might step up, but it's just like, what have you seen? Austin Reeves, he's a rookie, right? Malik Monk, what have you seen him do? Melo hasn't had a lot of playoff games either. Not at least not recently. So it's just like, no. like who's, who's that, who's those other guys you can say, they can help you out in the playoffs. Is it going to be Dwight Howard? Because he's aged poorly and, you know, hasn't been a shooter, can barely rebound anymore. The guys, the, the guys, they're all the guys y'all been talking about. You talking about never, it's sometimes, it's, y'all know what the faith is. And just faith is, by the, the definition is, it's the belief in something you can't see. And just because we haven't actually seen a Malik Monk be a key role player, we haven't seen a Kendrick Nunn, we hadn't seen an Austin Reeves, doesn't mean they can't do it. We had never seen uh, Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez and all them be supporting cast members to a championship team, but it happened. They were better in the regular it. season, though. That's the thing is those Bucks won like 50 games. They were the three seed. Like the, 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 right, the thing but about I'm saying the is if we're going – I've seen Middleton do 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 some stuff in the playoffs. I've seen him hit hit a couple clutch shots in the playoffs. Now, obviously, he didn't do it to the clip. He was he was doing it last year, but you've seen him do it. Let's, yeah, let's he had not... that cold uh, three against Boston. Like after Rozier hit that step back on Bledsoe, Middleton went right back. Like he had, mm-hmm. he's had some playoff moments for sure. Right, and, and he, I've seen and he, I've he seen some in the bubble too. And well, we've seen them do good and bad. I, I mean, I've seen them both. And I, and I picked Milwaukee to win it last year, so I'm I'm right here in lockstep. But my my thing is, just because we haven't seen it, doesn't mean we can't. Because we hadn't seen the Suns really do anything before Chris Paul got there. We hadn't seen Devin Booker do nothing. You know, DeAndre Aiden. We ain't seen Miles or uh, whichever one of it. It ain't Miles. It's that other one, Mikael. We we hadn't seen them do anything, and they got all the way to the finals, and now. I mean, a lot of people think they're going to make it back, which is cool. But my thing is, I, I'm going to give LeBron and the Lakers that same respect, that same courtesy. In, a, in a, a playoffs where the game slows down, things get physical, where more points are scored in the paint, where you got the game plan for. You can game plan for LeBron, and he can still go out there and give you, you know, a 30-piece, you know, with extra sauce on it. You can game plan for us, and if you game plan for us, you I mean, you probably going to give him a bad day. So, okay, I'm not going to defend that. Yeah, I was about to say, so, Russ, you, you, it's, Russ, might, it's, Russ might give himself a bad day. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But it's some things I think you can game plan to beat a lot of these teams. You can't game plan for LeBron. I don't think you can really game plan for – or maybe this for Melo, but how they using Melo – that's gonna be that's gonna be tough to stop. That, that's gonna be tough to stop. I'm not saying Melo finna turn back into 2014, 2015 MVP candidate Melo. I mean, he's not gonna do at least not over 
a playoffs, I don't think. Maybe a game or two. Yeah, I think he'll do that. And Dwight, he's still out there giving you some good defense. That's really what you got Dwight for anyway. They never really should have got rid of him, to be honest. You know what I mean? Everybody's role isn't to go out there and let's get who all the points is. That's what. That's why, the, you know, it's a team game. And sometimes people got different responsibilities. I don't need – if Dwight is giving me anything 10 and below, I'm, I'm good with it. But can you give me them rebounds? Can you give me that block? Can you give me them that inside presence? Oh, and by the way, we seen LeBron play center and do well at it. So let's not rule that out too. Although, but just but 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 just because he's doing well, that does not mean the overall team's doing well. Yeah, the, like the Lakers have talent, but it's like a horribly constructed roster. And like we've seen LeBron with plenty of like horrible rosters in the past, like. He, He's given us 18 years, about like 10 of them, the team's been terrible. And he's just never been able to overcome it. Like, I guess things are different if AD's back. But here's here's the thing, though. Where is that juggernaut? Because in the past, you know, it was a, a dynasty Spurs. In the past, it was a dynasty Golden State, although dynasty, uh, Golden State, they're not the dynasty good, but they're still kind of hanging around. So, but all them teams y'all are talking about, it, outside of Dallas, Outside of that, all them other teams in the finals have been like, you know, overpowering dynasty all-time type great teams. Where is the all-time great team on either side, east or west? You know, this Warriors team, they're good. They're real good. They're better than most. They might win the finals. But none of these teams we're talking about either way are all-time top five historically great teams. You just got to be the best team for that season. Right, which is cool. But I was just saying to his point, because he brought up, you know, LeBron's, he'd been, you know, going to the playoffs and going to the finals and winning, you know, with dust mops and paper clips. But he was having to go against these dust, these dynastic type all time great teams. And right now, that's not going to be the case. Not this year. Now, you don't have they're to. Gonna, they're going to make it hard for themselves, though. They're going to be a seven or eight seed. Like, they're going to have to go through probably Phoenix and Golden State to get out of the West. Like, I could well, say they could beat one of them, but doing both and then going to the finals and then having to beat whoever comes out of the East, like, that's three very hard playoff series. Well, they're look, have to win. they're not going to beat – I got Philly winning it all. They're not going to beat Philly. Um, my thing is I wouldn't sleep on them coming out of the West because the West, mean? I feel like, it's kind of – it hit a mirror and some of it kind of dropped off. Especially with Chris Paul, we don't know if he's going to come back. And Dallas, who I'm just kind of whatever on anyway. If the Clippers was all the way right, I think this would be the best time for them to do something. But I think Chris Paul, I mean, Paul George and Kawhi didn't shut it down for the year. So that takes them out of my mind. Memphis, they're cool, but y'all know my point guard theory. In case you don't, it's hard or damn near impossible for your team to win when your best player is a point guard. Historically, it just don't happen a lot. I know Steph Curry did it. Magic Johnson did it. Isaiah Thomas, okay, fantastic. I know that. But throughout all them other years, throughout the 75 years, we've only seen it done a handful of times. And that that's my whole thing about that. So, yeah. Grizzlies so got to get that's why tested. I, have, they gotta go th- I said they, the Grizzlies got to get playoff tested. Like, they have to go through this grind a couple times, I think. Like, they're not going to win the West, like, their first time through the playoffs. Like, th- I, you have to work your way up. Like, th- they're just a young team. They're very good, though. Like, they'll do it eventually. I agree. But you Maybe know who they- is battle-tested? Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna make me turn into Shannon Sharp out here. Look, I try to tell y'all, y'all can't sleep on LeBron James. Nobody's sleeping on him. We, 
Nobody's sleeping. Sleeping on Lakers as a whole, not LeBron. It's... You can game or you can't game plan to stop LeBron, I should say. But what you can game plan to stop is Lakers as a whole. You can game plan to stop Westbrook and you're going to do it effectively. You can stop AD. You can stop Austin Reeves or Carmelo or Dwight Howard, whoever's starting at center, but you can't stop um, LeBron. And LeBron's not going to win you a playoff series or even the finals by himself. But he ain't by himself. He got in Russ I Trust. He got Carmelo. He got Hall of Famers on his team, y'all. It's, it's Hall of Famers. It's washed Hall of Famers, though. It, it's like 35-year-old all, former All-Stars on his team. Bryce is okay, going to love but this. Who, who is who, Bryce, who we who we talking about putting him against? Bryce is going to love this. I, this this I feel like this Lakers team is full of a bunch of Bruce Bruce Smiths in Washington. Yes, that's Thurman Thomas in Washington or if, Andre if, Reed or whoever was there. If 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 you don't know who Bruce, Bruce Smith is, he's the all time sack leader. Was in Buffalo for how, how many years? I don't know. Oh, got to be close to a decade or more. Yeah, so he was in Buffalo for a while, came came to Washington and was here for a season, broke the all-time sack record, but it was just like his his best days were clearly behind him. So and that's just, what it is with with uh Westbrook and Mello, um, Carmelo Dwight. Dwight, yeah. Maybe even Anthony Davis if he keeps up this injury history. I I, I, I nah. want to say He's not, even, he's not even 30 yet. Like, Anthony Davis is a lot of time. I just can't rely on him to, to stay healthy. That's my biggest problem. That's yeah, I, I get it. But he was he like an ankle 60 every other points week. in a game a couple years ago. Like, I, he's such a special talent. I'm not giving up on him. All right, so do you guys have any uh, part of parting thoughts before we uh, get out of here? Yeah. I got one, just one, and I ain't gonna take up too much time. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, I would like to say real quick, how how much time do I got for real? The timer hasn't been here, so you can take as much time. Where's as you yours? All right, I would like to take this this space in this spot to say that I'm I need to. To, uh, talking to my Knicks fans real quick. Talking to them. Y'all, we might, it's time to boycott the Knicks. Okay. That's At least for the remainder of the season. For the remainder of the season. Because we had that good year last year, and that was a good, with that year, that Quote year was, unquote, that good. was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a building block. And so we had, we thought we was going to beat Atlanta. We didn't. But at least we had something to build off of. We had you. We had something to look forward to. So we moved into this year. We thought at minimum, at least me and at least rational thinking Knicks fans thought we would at least get past the first round. And from that point, we just playing with house money. If we lose, so be. But we was at least supposed to get past the first round. That is not what's going to happen. We have not seen a Knicks playoff caliber team what we have seen is bad rotations what we have seen is Tibbs get stale what we have seen is Julius Randle revert 
back to what he always has been. Y'all seen the movie Cinderella with the horses and the girl with the dress and the carriage? What happened at 12 o'clock, y'all? For the second time, I'll tell you what happened. The pumpkin turned into, the chariot turned into a pumpkin. The horse turned into rats. And Cinderella's dress uh, turned into something from City Trends. It all went back to rags. And that's what these Knicks have done. Went back to rags. Julius Randle, he didn't went right back to same old, let's dribble up the ball with my left hand, running in the trap, <laughs> throwing it out of bounds. We still see Kimber Walker, who I was big on, but he was cool for about 45 minutes. So I don't even, it don't even bother me that he's sitting down for the rest of the year. Why? Because we went winning shit when he was playing. So <laughs> it's fine. Okay. All right, all right. RJ. It's been good. RJ, I got nothing to say about RJ because he has come up. RJ's been good. But this is why we drafted Obi Toppin because we knew Julius Randle was with the shit. Thank God we didn't give him a max contract. Evan Fournier was cool for a little bit, but we don't – just because you give us 25 one night don't mean you can give us three the next three weeks. This is why I I haven't – look, I have canceled – my league subscription pass because I'll be damned if I pay $20 a month just to see the Knicks get their ass kicked up and down the field for three hours. I'll be damned if I set time aside where I could be getting some drop, you know what, where I could be doing something else instead of watching this team ruin my whole day. I'll be damned if I spend $20 just to look at the outcome when I know it's going to happen. So why would I put my hard-earned money when I could be doing $20 or something else to just to get my heart broke? Y'all have hurt me this year. So I'm telling y'all, Knicks fans, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why would you watch this basketball team the rest of this year? We was wrong. I was wrong. Deontay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for fighting you all year about the Knicks. X, if you're listening somewhere, I'm sorry for pushing back. Steven, I don't want to say you see you say Knicks take no more for the next three seasons because this Knicks take is some bullshit. That's what it is. I'm sorry. So anybody I bothered with the Knicks, I apologize. You won't hear me say nothing about the Knicks doing good for the rest of the year. I don't care if they beat Miami by 133 points on Saturday or Friday, whenever it is. Guess what I'm going to say? Not a goddamn thing. Why? Because we're probably going to mess around and get our ass whooped the next following day. We gave up a 28-point lead to the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, who were down half their starters, too. No Kyrie, no Ben Simmons. No, uh, Kevin Durant, n- none of that. They lost. I mean, they're both Whoopi Goldberg and a rookie. Seth Curry and Cam Thomas took out the damn Knicks. Who was that? Yes. Keon Johnson was starting that game too. Throw the whole goddamn team away. I'm sick of these Knicks. So, for all Knicks fans, cancel your league pass right now. Tibbs. Get out my goddamn face. I've had enough. You was a good coach for a little bit, but now, you know, you're just like the chips in my uh, cabinet right there. Stale. 
because my little girl <laughs> left the bag open. So now they done went bad on me. That's why they still. So that's all I had to say. I had to get that off my chest. We need to boycott these damn Knicks for the remainder of the season. We'll see what we do in the offseason because I'm sure some heads going to roll. We got some easy moving contracts. So maybe. But And I bet not. I bet not hear y'all say nothing about, oh, we getting ready to Knicks. We don't need to say nothing about the playoffs coming in. I don't care. I don't care if we get Giannis, KD, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, Joker, Steph Curry, all in this offseason. We are back at square one. Get the playoffs out of your mind. And what I was talking about, the world is about league of averages. And what have we been more often than not? Yeah, we have some good years here and there. So it's not like we just bad all the time. We've had some good years. But more often than not, where are we, boys and girls? You're right. At the bottom of the goddamn NBA. So for the remainder of this year, we don't need to say nothing about anything, win or lose. And in the offseason, we don't need to say nothing. Because apparently, we don't know how to act. Because y'all try to tell me, oh, Julius Randle, he getting ready to shake it and bake it, do wop and show stop. All he need, two stop, is what he need to do. So that's all I got to say. And I don't need to see Julius Randle ever again either. I pray to God he gone this year. And he got a movable contract, so maybe we can move him. Because I've seen all I needed to see. I tried. He tried to win me back last year, but I... Yeah, I wasn't sure. But I'm ready for Obi Toppin. Evan, get up out of there. Kimba, get your ass up out of there. Tiff, please get your ass up <laughs> out of there. Bring in, let the new people play, and let's just start from scratch and monetize our expectations, which is probably going to be bottom of the line. Now, Zion before- wants out. Zion, RJ, Cam. There it is. Knicks are fixed. I just have one thing to say about the Knicks. What the hell are they doing with Kemba Walker. They could have traded him at the deadline, got what they could from him, and moved on completely. Now you're benching him for the rest of the year, and he's just taking up, one, a roster spot, and two, half your cap space still. And he's not even playing anymore this season. You could have gotten at worst a second rounder or some cash for him. You did You'd have got a chopped cheese for Kemba Walker. That's yeah, I don't know who is taking I, Anything else would have been better than having to pay his garbage contract. And I think OKC is paying his contract, though. I think so. Are they? I think so. Still, I mean, it's better than, you know, keeping him on your bench. Keeping yeah, that's true. Keeping a roster spot for him. Anything for you? Uh, I got to say, we talk about all these teams. I think if I had to make a finals prediction right now, I'd bet on a rematch, uh, Phoenix-Milwaukee again. Okay. I respect it. I personally have, have have nothing outside of it was a pleasure to host, host, Jesus Christ, to host my first ever episode of Wavelengths. Um, I will definitely be trying to do my NBA uh, takes and my NBA uh, pods with you guys and anybody on the sports wave who – wants to join uh if you want to join the uh the sports wave just go to the sports net. apply good place to be theo bryce wayne it was a, a pleasure wayne that was a all-time rant i respect it 10 out <laughs> and, of 10 uh, and uh made my it. night that's it i didn't mess around and depress myself up in here <laughs>